on the Howard Stern show. I do it. I do it live stream. This is Good Angel Eric. Ouch! Who's the guy with all the dirt on Hollywood's biggest scandals? What does he know? This is Kelly Clarkson. Sometimes you gotta go to an author, TV host, and bigger than life personality to learn. Fame is a bitch. How do I December 12th was supposed to be our last show, but December 4th, 2017, a date that will probably live in Habitat infamy. This is the final show of Fame is a Pitch. This is 
really the final live broadcast that I'm going to have under this format. The good news is the company was approached by two different podcast organizations attempting to get me to do some form of a show. But as you can see from yesterday, my skill is in antagonizing people, especially Eric, and not in a mean way, but in a fun way. And I don't believe I'm going to do it. The concepts are interesting, but I'm not sure if I'm I'm really willing to do something on this platform where my my real talent, my real passion is not necessarily for speaking and talking about other topics. So the things that I was approached with were doing a show strictly based on Howard's show, which I don't mind doing because that I do anyway in terms of the research and then having to do the writing for it. But if I had to put out a real product, I'm not going to do what most of these people do with their podcasts and just put up anything. They come in from any type of angle and throw up anything. Here, as you see, we put a lot of time and effort into everything we did. We started five months ago with camera number one and a, and a computer that for any other means would be great. And you live and you learn. And we had to upgrade almost everything and for Eric, it was something where he was able to really build asset, an asset, because all his videos, all his content are an asset. Uh, he is right now with me doing the show, and I realized that I'm not the draw here. I didn't want to be. That's not what I want to do. I don't care about this aspect of the business. I do like putting things together and letting people run with it. This is not where, where I belong, but it was fun and interesting. And listening back, the real dynamic, the real value was between me and Eric and the banter between us. And I can't fault him for making the decision that he did. He no longer wanted to be controlled in any aspect by the corporation He's going a separate way. As you heard yesterday, Eric will do certain things that people may consider illegal. Sometimes the state and federal government has laws against his actions, and they have consequences as well. He was not particularly nice to some of the members of the team, and you know what I'm talking about, Kitty and and Jerry as well, and Jerry being a, a pseudonym for the real owner. The show to me was an interesting aspect of an individual's life, obviously with the given mental conditions. It, it does add to the show. If Eric was going to actually do what we wanted him to do, and including how he ends this, he's ending it now with a real asset in terms of him if he's only making $800 a week, a month, sorry, from the government, he's got a real opportunity here amongst his three, three to four channels to derive a pretty good living and to keep his entertainment business going. I mean, how many times can 
you say that you were on the Howard Stern show. Yes, Eric has been on, but to no end, right? He's been used by the show, and it's not the show's fault. Eric wanted to go on, but when he would go on, he has no end game plan. And I don't know if those are the cops coming to interview me about what Eric did yesterday. It probably is. Uh, I presume it's serious enough to put the sirens on in New York. The habitat now really felt empty. When I went there yesterday, all I saw was a was a, a little bit slimmed down, angry man. I mean, he was just angry, and that's not the Eric that I knew. And I reflected on what transpired yesterday morning, how he treated me in person, which actually he's never done before. So I decided to do exactly what I told people not to do, is not expect Eric to act the way you normally want someone to act. I have a high tolerance for him, but in terms of our relationship, it's something that needs to come to somewhat of an end and people say, well, how can you end a relationship when you're at a, a Syracuse basketball game with the big boy? And, and we're not going tomorrow night. I didn't tell him yet. Uh, I'm not going to be communicating with someone who can only call me from a blocked number. It doesn't, I can't text. Cause I hate talking on the phone now. I love the fact that we can text. And that's not, not just with Eric. That's with anybody. So we have the items that we're giving away from the habitat. I mean, those are assets that in Eric's world are super valuable. Those cameras and the broadcast computer, which is different than a regular computer that you can just purchase, is something that gave him life, gave him money. The exposure that he got on the Stern Show could easily lead to, to many other types of endorsements if we were just talking straight about money which clearly were not. He chose to scam or have some sucker pay for his his phone, his internet. And that sucker was me, obviously. But it, it, it served a purpose. I always wondered who the hell was paying for all his bills. And then one day I woke up about two months ago, and I'm like, it's me. I'm paying his phone bill. And by the way, my phone, I would put the charger in, and I got to jiggle it around. I I had such an amazing time yesterday when I had his phone disinfected, I put the plug in, and guess what? It just charged. His screen was bigger. The resolution on the video was bigger, and I was paying for all this. And the only time we stopped the payment was when he refused to put in his 10 minutes of work a day. So it wasn't as if we were doing it arbitrarily, and I get that. If I was just going to suspend his phone just out of being evil to him, and it probably would be funny, but we didn't do that. We never did that. But if you want to have the company paying for your product, your phone, your internet, your water, your TV, NFL package, he wanted that. You know he's not using just for the show. Then you got to put in at least 10 minutes of work. You negotiate down to 10 minutes of work a day. And the logic, as we know, will be dictated by the person who's making the decision. And it's funny to hear someone who calls himself a doctor, Dr. Drew, claim that Eric somehow scammed people with his IQ test throughout his whole entire life. I don't believe it. It's just not true. 
You know, fact is a fact. Your IQ is your IQ. You can't scam an IQ test multiple times throughout the course of your life. Most likely the number will be in a, in a range very, very similar to whatever the actual number is. The show for me was an outlet. It was fun. It was based on what I love, which is technology, and that's what I do. The other aspect of my life, talking, interviewing people, wasn't really showcased here. And that's something where the, the two proposals that I got, one of them has to deal with doing just straight talk, news talk. And it's something that I am interested in, but context, I'm going to say that this will be the most likely the last show. Uh, Eric called me right before the show. I'm not picking up any more anonymous calls. And if he calls in, then he's got to call from a real number. I don't care. I don't care if I gave his whole number out. He would still have to call in from that number. The rest of the day, we're going to have Eric return the stuff that's still there, and we have to get rid of some of the stuff that that he has as well. So... Ultimately, we'll find out exactly where where we stand relating to that. The number, as always, 657-383-0100. There are an opportunity, I guess, for fans to sort of take over the channel, which I don't know where that would go. I always really envision people taking everything over for this. I didn't want to be the focus point. And, and now I am just because I'm making myself. But Eric needs to go ahead and put in whatever he wants to do and whatever show he wants to do, he's going to do. We're not going to be able to force him to do anything. I do believe he was great when he was doing it. Uh, the calls are going out for Eric's new number. I mean, I guess if you call... If you call at and apparently they'll just give you anything because Eric was able to always call and say he was me. I don't know why he can't just call in and say he's whoever is paying for his new phone. Probably probably would work. The stream now, if the fan's in there, if you could just tell me if you can hear me okay, if it's chopping up or not. I don't really have anyone here working this today, so we're all on our own. I just want to make sure that the, the sound is coming through. And we're not broadcasting to no one besides the people that are on pod blog talk radio. Yeah, I was approached by something called pod pod talk one or podcast one or something like that. I really wasn't paying attention because this is not my intent. It's not really want to spend my time. But I will consider certain things, and I do want to put together the few package shows that I have relating to the current situation of the Stern Show. I'm not the person that's anti, anti-Stern, anti but obviously Stern's life has matured and he's moved into a different phase. But ultimately, what you can realize that his bias is easily detected. He's a Democrat in his mind, general election Democrat. I'm not speaking local elections because a lot of times, and you should be very careful whenever you hear someone Say honestly, truthfully, and in politics, this is the phrase that is very indicative of potential lying. Again, we, we've learned that you can't just lie. There's no lie detector that is 100%. Uh, 
but the words that are there that are indicators, indications of line. In politics, it, it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. Those are the words that are the same as honestly or truthfully. And when people say that, they really mean it does matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Howard has for years been a Democrat. If you listen back to when his dad was yelling at him in the studio, he formulated his bias in politics like most of us did by our parents. And our parents are going to be the people that are influencing our political decision one way or another. If you're anti your parent, you're probably going to go against what they did, but most people will align themselves with their parents. Like, assuming that the relationship is either good or you have a mother. Howard's mother is a narcissist. He never really references that, but a true narcissist she is. Howard's not a narcissist. Howard has OCD, same as my wife does, almost the same exact type, and she comes from a mother who's a narcissist. And I don't intend to make this into a psychological show where we're analyzing everyone on an amateur level. But a few things are, are very clear when it comes to that. So Howard is there to supply his narcissist mom, uh, even to this day. And that's what a narcissist needs, otherwise they cut you out. You have to supply them. For Howard, it's clear he, his dad was a Democrat, his mom basically going along with the dad. And he's never voted for a Republican in a presidential election. A lot of times you say, well, I'm a Nixon. I heard him once say I'm a Nixon supporter, and that's fine. The current, probably the past 30 or 40 years have been Republican, uh, sorry, Democrat. And he had an opportunity, but talk about blowing it. You had the president of the United States coming on to your show, and Trump wasn't doing his show uh, not, not mainly for, for publicity. Of course it was for publicity, but Trump liked He liked Howard. Howard had it, but you see how strong bias is? Because he had that bias starting from a kid to be a Democrat, whatever that means. If you actually read the difference between Republican and Democrat parties, if you read the real core of each party, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And the various, there's very little difference. But I've come to learn that part of what our system has evolved to and is great is the fight, the fight between half the country. Because 40% will be one way, 40% will be the other. And the other 20% are independent, don't care. And it doesn't allow for any one individual or one party to really rule. Because I can call myself a Republican, although I'm extremely liberal when it comes to social issues. And I'm not in the religious part. You need to have that fight, that rub, and the end product is never great, but it's also never just one way. So it would be hard to have you know, Kitty's dream of, of just one leader uh, wiping out all the people that she don't like. It's hard to do here. It's almost impossible, and that's what the system is, was designed to do. So part of why I'm saying this is that the shows that I would consider doing are evidence-based. So I do have actual audio from from the past the coolest one which to me relates obviously to my favorite favorite person ever related to the show eric sean lynch he called in about 10 15 years ago and he asked howard what he thought about the election and because 
you have to love Eric. Eric was talking about the local election in California for governor. Of course, Howard doesn't really know what election he's referring to. Then Howard finds out that Eric's talking about the election for governor where Schwarzenegger is doing the, is, is running for election. And Howard's response is, listen, Eric, I'm going to tell you who I would vote for. And I'm a very selfish person. I'm going to vote for a guy who's a famous guy and kept coming on my show. He repeatedly kept coming on my show. So I would vote for Schwarzenegger. Of course, Eric turns it around and then somehow he mentions that he wants the candidate who is more willing to give out money for the disabled, things like that. But the point was what Howard said to Eric was something that 20 years later affected his life. And think about it. You heard Howard begging Hillary come on the show, literally begging. And that ties back to Howard's bias, his bias towards Democrat, whatever that may be. And if Trump ran as a Democrat, it would be a different situation. And Trump won as a Democrat, Howard would be right now probably one of the best friends with the president. Can you imagine the show? But since now Howard has taken this line, and it's a psychological line we all have, that the enemy has won. He turned his back on one, a great friend of the show. Because when you have an A-list billionaire celebrity that's willing to call up and talk, and talk about girls, talk about all the things that us guys and girls talk about, you had that person become the most powerful person in the entire world. And now you listen to Howard, and he doesn't specifically go after Trump, but there's so many examples of where he's, he's putting him down. And I heard even today this call where Howard's talking about how scared he is to live in the world now, as if anything changed. And when I talk to both Republicans and Democrats about the situation, especially when Obama was president, I would ask, well, what the hell about your life is so different? And that usually stops the argument, because I just want one exact example, not speculation. Sometimes you hear, well, the environment's worse. Well, there's no, the, it's only been a few months. Uh, we're in an unsafe place. We're a laughing stock of the world. Well, then you haven't traveled around the world. People literally are risking their lives today. People will die today trying to get here. I don't think that we're the laughing stock of the world when people are willing to risk their life just to get on our land. And again, that doesn't mean that the Democrats or liberals are wrong. I know that the fight, the fight is what we need to have a good end product. It's not always the best, but in terms of government, it's something that we need. So, you know, my bias is definitely towards a Republican candidate. My parents had no clue about politics. I don't think they've ever even voted. So, but where we grew up, middle class, white town on Long Island, I would say that most of the people there lean towards Republican for whatever stupid reason. It doesn't even really make sense that they would. So let's get back to how we're moving on. It is hard to say goodbye, and I will keep the the live feed going for as long as it's going to antagonize Eric. And, and that's sort of a joke. The, the feed doesn't matter so much. It gives people an outlet to use as a chat. I don't know where else you really go to, to find the chat room. I had mentioned once before that when I was younger, just right right after high school, we had sold a 
piece of software and, and the entire company to AOL. And AOL was huge. And my son has no clue that AOL really to us meant the internet. And how to get on to the internet was through AOL. We really didn't use web browsers at the point uh, in 1994, 95. It was just chat rooms. Chat rooms were cool. You could pick up girls there, I guess. You could talk to other people. Crystal, what was the first time you ever actually went online? Not the uh, hand jumps. What was the first what? First time you went online. Was it through AOL, CompuServe? Or something that you can recall? Uh, I think it was, yeah, I think it was AOL. Do you remember your and AOL it was, screen name? Uh, Cutie Patootie for you, 23. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, everyone remembers their first email address and slash screen name. So what's your take on Eric refusing to do any more shows? I mean, I think it sucks, but I pretty much I saw that coming, and I, he was pretty adamant that he didn't want to have anything to do with it, and then, you know, they're apparently treating him really good over there, I guess. I don't know. Fuck Eric. I'm not allowed to talk about him, apparently, because, like, he hates me, so I'm not. He told me to cease and desist. Yeah, I don't even know if he knows what a cease and desist really means, but you can't. You can't cease and desist from talking about somebody that's true. So if you're saying something that's not accurate and then he hires attorneys that can get paid by the hour to prosecute the claim, then you'd be in perhaps a little bit more trouble. But especially if you don't have anything to lose, then really you have nothing to really worry about. So what? For me, Eric was was definitely a good participant. The fights, again, make the make the show great. In fact, the only times we really got on to the Howard Stern show, at least, were because of the fights, except for the initial time when we started the feed and probably peaked out on the live channel at three or four, four or 500 viewers at one time, which was a lot. That was the first time Eric was mentioned on the show. And mm-hmm. we lost that. We lost that channel probably a day or two later because with with that many Stern fans, they're going to try and take down the channel. And again, to take down a YouTube channel is not that hard, at least for streaming. You get one strike, you can't stream anymore. And the complaint can be that it's of graphic nature, of just cursing, things like that, stupid things that shouldn't bother you. If the computer picks it up, then they'll strike you, and then there goes that channel for streaming. So with Eric, had he kept the channel going at that point, I mean, he had three or 4,000 subscribers within 24 to 48 hours. Now he has almost around 6,000 subscribers, and that's only been because of the last month or so. And people have been religiously following him from channel to channel. And it, it's yeah, super I have hard like for it. seven, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you log in, you see about seven or eight different icons. You click on them, they're all, this was banned because mm-hmm. he flashed. His... The channel has no content available. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so for the rest of the, when winding this, these channels down, we're going to have to then figure out if we're going to decide to work with somebody else. And for me, 
if the person doesn't have access to high-speed internet, just can't do it because the show would be pixelated and garbled, and we're not going to be able to integrate. I again, I had plans for 3D and 360 cameras, and they're ready to go in. And I wanted to test that out to see how they would actually work in, in a real-time setting. Uh, and I wanted the mm-hmm. fans to have the ability to use virtual reality to look around the habitat. And I had those cameras ready to go in, uh, but we'll do it for the next person. Eric is going out on top. This will be his probably his highest grossing month in terms of income. And he's walking away from all of that. And I appreciate the fans wanting to, to take Eric's money and we'll, we'll give it away somehow, some way we're going to figure that out. I figure we'll have that. We'll have four super fans, and then one wild card somehow where just any one of the fans that can come in and we'll figure out how we choose that person. So they have a pretty good chance now, of winning Eric's monthly. Is Eric income. moving? I don't know. Uh, I have no clue what he's Gonzo, doing. You know, Gonzo, talked, yeah, Gonzo talked about Eric's new place or whatever, so it seemed like he was making plans to move. I think you should keep the the secret cameras in place inside that same fucking room that he was in. And then just, you know, put the other person, the new person that comes in to live there on, on live stream. Uh, you you and Eric have the same thought process and can care less about the <laughs> law. Yeah, so let me see. I'm going to risk my entire livelihood I'm to illegally broadcast someone. That <laughs> sounds like a plan. <laughs> Actually, let's do it. The Yesterday, so what happened was, I don't know if you heard after the after the show, Eric called me immediately. And we... I guess we had the mic on. I didn't realize the mic was still on because this is a new microphone that we, we took from the Habitat. So the microphone you see on Eric's desk, which I'm looking right now, I'm not sure how old this, this video was, but he bought recently a new microphone that I'm using right here. And I realized yesterday I was walking away from it. It sounded really shitty, but the microphone was left on and it caught the conversation inadvertently on my part because we were still live between Eric and myself. And when I found out that Eric had hacked into the internet account, I mean, I, I was surprised because he, I mean, he'll do that, but generally he won't change anything at, at, at a bare minimal. He'll just pay the bill without my authorization using our credit cards. But, yeah, but at least I know it's him. But then, when I couldn't get into the account and when I tried to just randomly, when I tried to reset the username and password, this guy, Jim, oh, Jeff Henson came up and I don't know if you can hear in the background because I'm 14 floors up. They're probably sending a few cops over to, yeah, to figure out what the hell was going on. So with this guy, Jeff Henson, apparently yeah. is someone who, who Eric knew, I think it's someone from the new channel. So, that he's working with. Yeah, that's, he he's, name, he's one of the backers. Yeah. So <laughs> instead of putting my name or his name, he puts this guy, Jeff Henson's all his personal information into the account, and I can't even access it now. Of course, that means that Jeff's liable for the bill and everything, but I would like to have seen the account, and I, I logged in to pay, but now that's Jeff's responsibility, according to Eric. And I made Eric, I'm not sure if, if this was picked up on the microphone, but I made him draft an email admitting that he committed this crime. And also I wanted to know if, if this guy Jeff Henson was, was in on it somehow or some way. 
And because I got a lot of client information that could potentially be accessed using some of the information. It wasn't a joke. So Eric sent the email over, and we got a reply from, from this guy. He seems pretty nice. I, I can read it out loud. Yeah, he seems like he's a nice there. guy. Is, is this boring, or is it something that you'd want to hear if you were a fan of the show? No, he seems like a oh, – no, I'm just – he seems like a really nice guy. I'm having issues because um, I'm in a motel right now, and it's getting really, really loud, so I can barely hear you. Anything – any good sounds, or – Huh? What kind of sounds we got? And from a motel, you never know. You got like gunshots. Like drugs. gardeners and shit. No, I'm in a nice place, but there's like gardeners and and um, people like just like it's just getting really loud. And like you're muffled, but I think it might be my phone. Hi, Tom Bodette. There are times <laughs> when it's really important to leave the lights on, like when you're looking for a clean, comfortable room for the lowest price of any national chain, the way Motel 6 always does. Or like when you're hosting a championship football game that's watched by just about everybody on the planet. Awkward. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Unlike some stadiums we could mention. When that commercial was sent over, I had no clue what the hell they were referring to, but then I re- realized that, that it was the Super Bowl. I don't even know how long ago that was, but the Super Bowl, the lights went out. So I, I chose that one because I thought maybe we had talked about you hiding with the lights off if you saw a black customer coming up the, the drive or down the hallway. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a good transition. You are, you definitely are set out for this business. I think that you, and off the record, you really can can make it. And here, that was a great transition into into one of our few sponsors that we actually have. So, the motel that you're at now is it a Motel Six? No, that was the night before last. Okay, and you said that. And I don't, I don't feel um, it's in the best interest of this show and our sponsors to give a review on how I felt about that motel. <laughs> Okay. What was wrong with it? It was a fucking shithole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know how I can... Somehow people edit their... I guess they go back and then their podcasts aren't live, so that's how they do it, obviously. But ours is, so not much I could do. I'm not going to put so much time into actually going back and changing shithole to a like, great place somehow. With It was great. Opinions. It was what a great is, place. Yeah, and I don't want you to lie either. That's the worst. Did you hear that the Long Island medium Teresa Caputo and her husband Larry split? She's not. Wait, Teresa, what's her? Isn't that one of the uh, housewives from no, New York or something? No, no. And you're thinking of Teresa Gudice, the housewife of New Jersey. New Jersey. I don't watch this. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So yeah, it's a different no, person. That's not her. So the only reason why. I, I only brought it up because Sal Governale is good friends with Larry Caputo. Not that you would really know. It's kind of a fringe super fan type information. I don't know if Howard brought that up today. I only listened to one or two segments. Today I did hear Bobo sent some porn to Shuli, and Shuli came up with a good idea to trick Bobo into believing that HR was going to fire Shuli because Shuli had porn on his corporate account, corporate email account. 
And yeah. I don't re- recall what Bobo's IQ was, but obviously it's, it's going to be higher than Eric's, but not so much higher. So, Bobo, no, it's true. In, in reality, you can tell. And Bobo falls almost anything. So, back to the show and here. We gave away camera number one yesterday. We gave away camera number two, the original one. I'm going to try and actually fix that for whoever won it. Uh, Devin put the tags on who won. But camera one to me, I'm not even sure why I gave that away, but it is going to be the original camera one where it all started. Do you remember the first time you tuned in and saw Eric live? Oh, my God. It was so, it was like back when it first, it was the first channel, I believe. Yeah, so if, if it was, then it was camera one, and who knew where it would take off from there? I mean, looking back, you can only get so much video and, and audio from that, but it did grow into something where we were able to see a lot of different things. We saw some drug use. We saw girls come in and out. We saw a bunch of maids come in and out. The lifestyle of Eric was easy to broadcast from a physical standpoint because the Habitat is actually a hell of a lot smaller when you're there. It's weird. It looks, it doesn't, to me, all I think I could need if I was him was a computer, a, a, a seat, and a bed. But in reality, it is super small. And I walked yesterday past the bathroom section. I, I didn't want to record into the bathrooms because I was up there pretty much in violation of, of their rules. And who knew if the security guard would actually stop watching Star Wars and actually see me roaming around uh, the halls of the habitat. But it's it's not that bad. I would say it's similar to an old college dorm, and you wouldn't know much about that, but like when you go to these schools, they have, there aren't bathrooms. <laughs> there are bathrooms in the actual rooms. They're just community bathrooms. You know, at Cornell, they have bathrooms where this it's not not segregated by gender. So and this had nothing to do with the recent outcries when you get to choose your own bathroom. But would you feel comfortable on a group of on a floor with a group of thirty or forty guys and girls showering with guys not with them physically but in the bathroom? No. Yeah. I never knew why we no. don't and why we separate as sexes, but to it, the I remember the dorm name. It was a class of 1917 dorm, and it's always been at Cornell. It's always been a bathroom that's not segregated at all. I don't know. I don't like when anyone's with me or, or anyone near there, let alone maybe a girl that you're trying to hook up with. But I will say this: that the the girls at Cornell and probably the other Ivy League schools are the same. Not that good looking, but. The local community college, Nassau Community College, I took a class there one summer. The girls are smoking hot. So there definitely is a correlation between, indirect correlation between books and education, especially in America. <laughs> the higher you go up, the worse they're going to look. And that's, that's probably still true to this day. I mean, I haven't been on campus in, in years, but I would say it's probably well, the same I, thing. I would think, I could see that. I would think that um, the uglier you are, the less social you're going to be. Like, no one's going to want to fucking be around you or hang out with you. The guys aren't going to be showing you any attention. So you're going to have more time and attention to focus on school and get your, you know, get an education, be smart. You're not going to be fucking off with the guys. So 
I could see that. I agree. Did you ever did you ever go to college for for a client that called you? No. I went to a community college though and I was ugly as far I was so awkward looking growing up in high school and stuff, so like I guess I'd break the mold on that. I still did like, go smart with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think most college guys are calling alcohol masseuses. But no, hot guys don't I, mean, I didn't even know about it. Yeah, hot guys don't fucking get they don't pay for shit. Yeah, I mean I don't know if that's necessarily true, but for certain, there's probably some benefit to some guys to to pay for for certain things, and then probably not. I don't know. It may be different in every I've market. I've not had one. Go ahead. You've not had one hot guy ever pay for a massage. I have not had one like what I would consider to be sexually attracted or attractive person come through and you you would think that there there would be at least one or two guys that you would you would date in a normal There are some that aren't that gross. Like it, it look at there's a level of ew and that's the worst like oh god ew and then there's yuck and then there's mm, and that's it. Was there a time where a guy just smelt so bad that you actually had to say something or you threw up or something? No, never that bad. But there have been times where it's like, you know, you just catch a faint <laughs> with. <laughs> so the rest of the time here, I just want to to give and say the goodbyes to everyone as well. I think that there is a slight chance somewhere down the road if Eric does get his situation in terms of living squared away he would but I don't think we're going to have him back I think we're going to move for for someone else and it's going to be hard Did to you replicate have but well I said we were, we were approached from the show this wasn't that we approached them we were approached to do Jeff the drunk and as much as Eric wants to try and stop Jeff from doing it my major concern was that, from what I heard from the show, that Jeff didn't have the infrastructure in the in the trailer park to actually broadcast. Now, and when well, I spoke about does, this about a month, he does Periscope and Instagram every day. Yeah, supposedly someone said, "Look, I don't know." The last time I checked, the quality is not. Good. I don't want to do quality show. Not meaning that it has to be entertaining, just low quality in terms of the physical infrastructure. It needs to be broadcast at a certain level. And in the future of of where we're watching is, is the YouTube platform. And I know there's others, Twitch and Daily Motion. By the way, on Daily Motion, I never really got into it, but you can watch Eric the Actors one and only in-studio appearance where Eric comes in and obviously it's something we've all seen. The The show is up there, the first and second segment. YouTube blocks it. YouTube blocks the audio and the video. So I'm trying to figure out a way to get around that somehow because I mean that, I know you're, you're in the same situation as I am, but for the real fans of Eric the Actor, 
I mean, the in-studio appearance has to be the real highlight. I mean, it wasn't necessarily the best content, but in terms of his life with the show, it was the really the one and only time where you got to see everyone together. Of course, already met Eric out on a few appearances, and as well as Ronnie and, and the rest of the crew. But this is this was history for for at least us in the Eric the actor community. And right. I always thought about potentially reaching out to Jan Johnson and trying to get a hold of his parents because I was I would have liked to set something up. This is weird, but. A few months ago, we put up a lot of videos. I have I have all the videos, and I would separate them out. Not to say I'm reviewing them every day. It, it goes in phases. Like there'll be a phase where I don't listen to anything from Eric, and then about a month later, I can't fall asleep unless I'm listening to ten hours straight of whatever he's saying or doing. So I've made up a bunch of mixtapes, and people have done the similar thing as well. The mm. some some segments just won't pass by YouTube if, if they've already been really copyrighted by Sirius. They don't even let you play them. They just block them. So it's annoying. But obviously they're out there. I know you had said you had a lot of content as well. And on the the darker web, I had downloaded about 18 hours worth of content. And then that's not even everything. And well, I have content that, that, that nobody heard, though. It wasn't on Stern ever. Yeah, that never interests me. <laughs> like When I look back at what's interesting and what's not, especially with this show, between what's interesting and what Eric does and, and what's not, it's really when Eric and I are fighting and neither of us alone are interesting, so interesting for a long period of time, but when we're fighting by far, or just even interacting, that's that's more interesting than me speaking here or Eric trying to call into the Gonzo show. Do you know if Eric's going to go live on some form of feed? Or is he just going to call in? I don't know. I don't know. If I I have I'm not privy to any of the the stuff. I my I have no idea. Yeah. So I would have liked to seen Eric live and just having a picture of him makes it very easy to put dildos around him. And we'll every show that they go live will we'll continue because Gonzo wants to cross promote his channel with ours, and Gonzo's a moderator on our on our channel whenever he came in and there's no real hard feelings between Gonzo and me. Uh, in fact, it's, it's very relaxing now in the sense that I don't have to pay any of Eric's bills. I don't have to deal with him shutting the phone off. I mean, Eric made it about 40 minutes into the show before he had to leave the show to get his number changed. And that's his only concern. His only concern is that phone. So for those who've won, they will get Eric's, FaceTime for the rest of their lives. I mean, that's the deal we had. We can't go back on it now. And, you know, when the numbers come out, if we get the numbers in, we'll, we're not going to, I'm not going to broadcast Eric's phone number. But, I mean, if people pay for it, you got to give it to them. You can't just say uh, the money and not give them what they deserve, what they paid for. So we'll deal with that as the, as the channel grows. We'll probably keep. Are you worried about Eric of, not giving you his number anymore, and you you not having a way to contact him? No, because I'm not worried at all. That that makes it very easy for my decision. If he doesn't contact me, then I don't have to deal with him. So it's very easy to just say, "Fine, we're not dealing with each other." And you know, when, when we're at the game tomorrow, if I can't call him to arrange how we're going to get in, then he can't go. 
and most likely he's not going. So we'll see, and we'll see what happens. I don't want to be mean to him either. I just want him to do his own thing. He made his own decision. I mean, we put a lot of time and effort into building this channel. I mean, we did it all for our own reasons, but to walk away now, but then go ahead and do another channel for more of the, more time than we needed, uh, not going to deal with it. So we'll contract with Eric in the future if he's ready, willing, and able to really give it his all. It can't be half-assed. It can't be on terms that he wants it to be. It's got to be live and authentic. And his show, I love, but if he's not going to do it, I'm not going to force him. I'm not going to sit there like a baby and take away his phone every day. I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah, it's funny, but yeah. I just don't want to. So like, people were asking what caused Eric to smash his monitor. I remember where I was. I was just walking in, in a store. It was that night. And all I was asking him to do was, I told him I agreed to the 10 minutes a, a day. And that was just every one of his arguments. They go off in a tangent. They try and distract you. Uh, it, it's really a classic child move to do. But that's where his mentality yeah. is, and I'm not going to put him. I'm not going to put him down for that. So, Crystal, this will be it most likely. I I definitely do want to come back on some random times, but I don't think that any podcast can just be random. They got to be uh, consistent. Yeah, and, and this isn't even a podcast. Yeah, and this is right. again. I, I it's weird because the the amount of listens and downloads from from Blog Talk Radio actually surprised me. The fact that Sponsors were calling me for the show, and these are national sponsors, too. I'm not even sure Howard can get Hotel 6, believe it or not. So <laughs> is, it Mo- is it Hotel or Mo- Motel? Shit, Motel 6. It's, it's Motel. So, Hotel's a little bit more classy. Motel's, you know, trashy. Oh, you know what I can see? Because Holiday Inn used to be a place that I would have loved to stay at as a kid, but now it's actually pretty nice. And I don't know when I stayed at one. I think it was a bachelor party or something. And I'm like, fuck, a Holiday Inn, but it was it was pretty good. So I was getting, I was mixing up the two. Maybe, maybe, well, whatever. I'm sure Motel 6 is fine. I'm sure them, their checks will clear, and then we can deal with how we're going to give away Eric's money. So in terms of the money, I'm going to have the accountant hopefully post the November totals. And just keep in mind that we have to keep the channels open till the 15th, and that probably will happen. And then we're going to give away uh, Eric's money, Eric's share each month, even if it's only like a hundred dollars. I'm sure fans would like to win, win it, whatever it may be. And I mean, hundred dollars for the next few months. This month is definitely going to be over that. So, I think it's a great idea to give it back to the fans because the fans are the ones, you know, a lot of the fans donated. I think it's good to give back. Yeah, on some level, and then the other would be uh, Eric is making a, a pitch to get this month's money as well. But, I mean, one of the consequences of walking away is you walk away from everything. You walk away from the good and the bad. He doesn't have to do with me anymore. Well, I mean, you can't say he hasn't done anything. And he's done... Well, he... he, he I mean, like... Right. Yeah. I, I know you're... I know what you're saying. But he gave his whole life up so that you can enjoy viewing him 24 hours a day. I mean, even when he was sleeping... Uh, he kept those cameras rolling for the most part for five straight months. He kept them rolling. And he, he did. It, it was, I fucking I can't. I would, I I don't even know how he got that far. Like I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be able to last that long. So I'm pretty fucking yeah. 
But I think that he yeah. could interact with it. He could have made he could have turned this into a fucking cash cow. Like he could have he could have done crazy things with this. No one else is doing it right now. Yeah, that was the thing too. I mean, it is unique to watch because sometimes I I watch a eagle and the and the little baby chicks be born and and that's really where we came up with naming Eric E sixty six because they always name the the birds. And yeah, that that's interesting. But it is more interesting to watch someone in their own natural habitat. And people criticize me that I'm taking advantage of him and Marianne will call me and and all the different criti- critics that we had, but ultimately all we I really wanted to do was to broadcast them. Yes, I did interact and I did antagonize on some level. But that was just in good fun. There's no real mean mean intent behind it. So, but for me, now, I remember. I, want... I remember yeah. when the stream started. It was so it was mind numbingly boring. There was nothing going on, and then I and then I watched in in awe as it suddenly got a little bit more and more like start all of a sudden like then the sound effects started, and then from the sound effects. Chrisley's phone's cutting in and out, but she's making a great point. And I don't know if anything actually really changed in terms of whether it's more exciting or boring. When when people first tune in, they're like they wanted to tap the glass on that fish tank and say, Eric, do something, interact with the fans. That was never the original intent, but we, we adapted and ultimately what led to the demise of it was me demanding ten minutes a day of interaction. And he chose his route. And Crystal, I want to thank you for all the work you did for the channel. And we're not done here in terms of a company. We're going to figure out who we're going to choose. It's not going to be the other way around. I don't care about what people are saying. When we offer them the deal that Eric has, and they see the actual numbers this guy's walking away from, and what he's making compared to what he's making now, uh, it's so foolish, you would, it would blow your mind. But either way, we have expenses, and we have Eric's share, and we're going to give give Eric's share away now. My expenses have been cut down to pretty much nothing, which is nice. I mean, the company's expenses. And anything we make going forward, anytime, I mean, even today when you tune in, if there's a commercial that plays, that's going to be revenue to Eric, and obviously as he sponsors too. So we'll give it away each month. We'll put on the on the channel how much he actually made and we'll just keep giving Eric's money away and we we have to buy the big novelty check and you have to take a picture. That's the one stipulation we have and Eric can see what and maybe if you want to tell us exactly what you do with Eric's money. It's it's the show's going to be win win Eric's money. And and we have people now that want to and we had him from the beginning and it wasn't just Quinn or everyone else. Uh, I think Quinn would be great as a separate character. I don't know what her living situation is, but I mean, to have someone willing to to do it, and then you can see how hard it is actually to do. But Eric's going out on top. This has been his best month, his best channels, his best subscribers. He's going out on top, and we'll see what happens. So for that, I'm going to wrap up this entire series. It's, it's the end of season two. Most likely not coming back for season three, but I said that after season one. So we'll see what happens. But now all the equipment is definitely out. The winners of the yesterday, congratulations to everyone that won yesterday. The equipment that you won to me means a lot, a real lot. I mean, it brought us all together. Without the equipment, 
the there is no channel, there's no show, there's no offers to me, which I'm not taking, most likely. And then for Eric and everyone else, and if we keep the keep the channels just up and going, then we're gonna give back the revenue to the fans each week each month. For that, it was fun. I thank the fans, I thank Crystal, I thank obviously Cats. I don't know if they say her last name. It, it, the last name, I believe, is a very luxurious sports car that Dominic drove to his lunch at the steakhouse in the Hamptons. Why am I not? I'm blanking on the steakhouse name. Oh, Bobby Vance. That's Kat's last name, but I don't think I'm supposed to say it. So if you ever figure out what type of luxurious sports car, it may begin with a B. I'm not sure. So for Kat, obviously, great business partner. If anyone does deal with her on a business level, she's she's phenomenal. I mean, when she wakes up, it's just great. So with that, the original fans, Quinn, you know who you are. All the other fans, don't feel I'm missing anyone. But I know Roger the Alien. You got Tawana. And you have all the other... And Prince Nobusos. I don't know why they would always say take him down as a moderator. I never cared. I never wanted to make a moderator or take down a moderator. I wanted everyone to be able to say everything that they wanted to do without any type of blocking. God, there's nothing worse than these pansies blocking you. Stuttering John, John Melendez, blocking his fans. Go on his Twitter. He's got like six followers. Every other thing is a block. And of course, then... We just make 12 other names when anyone blocks us, and then we haunt them even more. Because that's what real trolls like us do. You got to antagonize. John thought he was a great antagonist. His, unfortunately, his kid suffers from gender dysmorphia. There's nothing we can do about it. Uh, you know my opinion on, and it's backed by medical science. If you believe that you're the wrong gender, you're the wrong skin color, that's dysmorphia. You are what you are. You can never as a human change your gender. It's impossible. Impossible. So if you believe that your gender is incorrect, you have a mental issue. That's what it is. And that has nothing to do with homosexuality. Go and read Howard's first book. Howard believes Dr. Sonner can cure homosexuality. Uh, Not necessarily a popular opinion amongst liberals, but people's opinions can change, obviously. But that is interesting to say that one's sexual preference can be changed. Uh, We know how, how well that's worked in the past, but in terms of science and biology, you cannot change a gender. I'm not sure we're on this topic now, but oh, because John John gets offended because I I didn't actually hear what someone said, but someone on the the new Artie show had said something about his child. Now it sucks when your child suffers from a mental disorder, but to John to go out there and keep responding to everyone that says it, now you're dealing with an issue that you don't want to deal with in this platform. Otherwise, get the fuck out. If you can't handle it, if you can't handle everyone going through your personal and private and then releasing it, then you got to stay out of this business. You're not cut out for it, and that's okay. Most people like the privacy, as do I, but I have to deal with it. I have to deal with people with Eric threatening to kill my son on the radio, my wife. I don't know if you remember the, one of the first shows that Eric actually referenced, Lori, he's like, Lori's ugly, he's not my type. Meanwhile, he had never met Lori before Before that. He only saw, saw her running from her at the building one time. So either way, but that's his opinion. We're going to move on. We're moving on. It is hard to say goodbye. It's, it's something that needs to end and not just drag on. 
we'll keep the live feed going, and hopefully, if we get sued to take down our own videos, I'll put I'll put up all the lawsuit information. That's all public. All the lawsuit information is public information, and we'll put it right up there. I am considering doing a segment strictly on aspects of the Stern Show. I don't know where that's going to go. Uh, it's not necessarily something that I'm hugely passionate for, but if if I feel that I, that it could be something that's entertaining, then I'll do it. I do enjoy the call-in shows and the banter with Eric. And let's see. It must be past 11 o'clock by now. Hi. I've been listening. Well, yeah, of course. How are you doing, We started. What's going on? Not much. I just wanted to wrap up. Go ahead. I just wanted to, I know you're trying to wrap up the show. I just wanted to ask you if you're actually going to the game with him tomorrow. No. The answer is no. Why? So it's off. I don't want to make this. Well, it's all for him. It's not all for me. So I don't want to make this yeah. about one little one little event. And I'm not doing it to punish Eric either. It's just it's enough. Yeah. I had enough. He's not going to treat you a certain way and the rest of the team as well. And then expect yeah. me to – and then I'm not going to deal with someone who's going to call me from a block number. And what's the big deal? So I give his number out to you know, a couple hundred fans. It's not that big of a deal. So all he has to do is not accept any calls that are from – I'm going to miss all that noise in the background. Sorry, it's the wind. (laughs) Out and about. Yeah. (laughs) There's a weird static on your end. I can hardly hear you. Sure. I didn't want to tell everyone that your last name is is Porsche. Because fans are like, what's what's Kat's last name? And I told them it's it's a luxurious sports car. But I didn't want to tell them exactly what it was. Yeah. All right. So, again, I appreciate everything you did, but we're, we're not. You and I aren't stopping. We're moving on to the next. We just got to decide. Yeah, we're going on. So, on. so let's let's troubleshoot this uh, Justin drunk situation. Where does he live exactly? I know it's in a trailer park, but what state? What town? New York, outside of Albany. I don't believe it's technically Albany. And okay. Last time I was approached by Shuli. Well, I told you, whenever that was, we were approached by Shuli, and I brought yeah. it to the rest of the team. And, and what was our decision at the time? That What was your opinion at the time? Well, it was that it was going to move forward. But, you know, I also don't want to rule out Wendy either. I know that her mom is probably going to have a problem with the cameras. I think the mother is a little bit private, but... You know, when there's that paycheck coming in, I don't know how private she's going to claim to be. So, you know, I think that we should look into Wendy, and I think that we should talk to Jeff. I've been hearing a lot of we want Bigfoot as well. Yeah, so those are two people potentially. I I really don't want a Wendy show, but that's – if the team agrees to it, then we'll go full force into it. That's just how I feel with Jeff. I, oh, now I do recall. You were excited about Jeff and the pro- prospect of Jeff because you, I mean, we just were expanding. I guess we kind of sort of knew at the time working together. But 
I'm a, I'm, we'll see. We'll, we'll see who, who we decide, and that's where we're moving towards now. I did give away most of the equipment, so we're going to have to buy some new equipment uh, for, for the next person. But I think it's, it's proper because Eric, uh, Eric's habitat is going to be different than, than what we want. Kitty always wants a shower cam, no matter what, whatever we talk about. That's her innovation. That's her passion, to have shower cams, which I think will be fun, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess we'd have to, for fucking YouTube, I'd probably have to wear some form of a bikini to shower, which is annoying. I hate that. But if we're going to keep it on YouTube. See, the other channels, like, like a Gonzo going on Periscope, I mean, it's such a waste of time and money because there is no platform for fans to really go in and for advertisers to come in. Everything has to be like begging for donations, so I think it's fucking cheesy uh, to do. If fans want a super chat, that's fine, but I mean, to put up this beg meter and beg and give it to the people that are broadcasting, it's fucking lame. So I'd rather the fans not pay anything that don't want to, and the ones that do, they do. And yeah. commercial advertisement is, is the platform, and then, of course, there's the restrictions with it. So maybe we can do something of an uncensored thing because that's how liberal I am. I don't think that any type of nudity should be restricted anywhere, not from kids, not from on TV. Just I'm not talking about sexuality. I'm talking about nudity, the human body. So I know Americans, we get, we're so damn prude. But I guess if you had Eric in a some form of a banana hammock bikini showering thing, that's got to be kind exactly. of interesting. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, there's lots, of, there's lots of freaks. There's like freaks on Shatterbait that just like watch people eat pizzas all day and pay them hundreds of dollars. I mean, there has got to be an interest in watching someone like Eric shower. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, I'm I mean that's right like now. a... Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. And then we get like to get yeah, him in I'm a bathtub go- with, you know, like bath bombs and that kind of stuff. Come on. Who doesn't want to watch that? Yeah, again, I don't, I don't like the force things, but I guess that at some level that that could work out. Well, it doesn't have to be forced. We just but, people can send him bath products, and he can use them and and rate them and talk about them, and you know. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that's, that uh, that's your thing. Yeah, that's your thing. I mean, I'm here to really just try and facilitate some form of organization, but. We'll see. We'll decide. We'll come back. And that's why we're going to keep Eric's videos running. And then I don't expect the fans to hang around longer. But uh, in terms of the chat room, people want to chat. So go ahead. I have a lot of content, videos that I've never even seen. There was something yesterday I never even had any clue Eric was doing. I just can't recall right now. One of the videos was showing him doing something and I never saw before. So there's plenty of that. And we have five months of material. Uh, most of it's an empty oh. room, and most of it is Eric sleeping. But who cares? It's fun to fun to keep. So as you're going back and looking so, through this stuff, are you finding like some hidden gems that you haven't seen before? Yeah, and unfortunately, it was so hidden, I I can't even recall it. So I do like the fact that we'll not have a lot of time to scrutinize what what went down. But most of it is obviously just eating, playing video games, everything a guy really wants to do if he had the opportunity to do it. Yeah, Eric has that has that ability right now, and all he had to do is just live his life and yeah. get paid for it. I mean, you yeah, built, really. Was, like I, I say, I he's, say most he's, of, there's a, go ahead. Most of the value was built by you. You kept pushing it, pushing it, and, and putting in the new equipment and 
setting up the shots right, and it's there for him. And he's walking away at the top, and he's walking away from a lot of a lot of money and a lot of future income for him. Uh, but to him, he, he was just so angry yesterday. I don't want to be around him. I don't want to antagonize him anymore. I just don't want to be around him. Yeah. And after the like, a, I wasn't so mad. There's something that I keep saying. Like, sorry, there's like a weird delay. When we cut each other off, there's like a weird delay happening. Like it seems like okay, I can start talking, and then and then you come back. It's, I'm so sorry. I apologize for that. Yeah, and I'll say that for people that go in this for real. Even if there is some form of problem, just ignore it while you're while you're live, and then just move on. I I think we were just talking over yeah. each other, which is a big problem in communication. So we need to wrap this up, but I do want to thank you for this part. Obviously, we'll, we'll be talking later. This is not a goodbye between between Kitty and me, but for no. Eric, it's something where uh, it's a goodbye from us, from all the fans, from everyone else. I know CC. Uh, this is what I love about this community, CC claims to hate Eric, and Eric claims to hate CC. Eric doesn't hate anybody, and CC's right. If Eric, if he showed up to Eric's apartment with, I would say, fifty bucks, he's back in. Maybe even twenty. Actually, I'm being serious. Like that's probably the number to get back into Eric's good graces, regardless of what he said, because he doesn't remember, and that's how it is. So, with you, uh, are you going to decide to keep speaking with Eric? Um, yeah, but I, you know, I need some apologies and you know, you know, you were talking about the opportunity. Like I keep saying it, this is a gift horse to him and it's a gift horse and he keeps, he's shitting on the gift horse. Like this is an easy way to get him out of the situation that he's in right now. Easy. And, you know, give him some money and freedom and possibly a nicer, better place to live. And, He's just, he's satisfied with staying where he is and not moving forward in life and not bettering himself. And that yeah. makes me really and sad. That's what, but that's what you have to expect from from the situation and the subject. So I hear you, but Eric's going to do what Eric wants to do. And now he, he there's no punishment for me. He's like, well, you can't tell Kitty not to talk to him. I never told Kitty except for once where we both agreed sort of as a joke, for 10 hours to see what would happen. And what happened did happen. He called us nonstop. And I'm not going to take calls from an anonymous number. I'm not going to take calls from a block number or his AOL account, FaceTiming each time. So that's okay. Uh, he'll survive. You guys will survive. We'll talk later about the next person. So I do want to start wrapping this one up. Kitty, thank you. Thank everyone else for the time, the effort. We'll, we'll see each other again. And this is not a, a complete goodbye, but to Eric it is. To all of us, to Eric, it's goodbye, Eric. And I had a great time, and I appreciate the effort that he put in when he did. He was he was our palate, right? He was the way that we can all express our daily frustrations, our happy moments, our family talk. I mean, that was all something that we generally can't do in, in, in regular society. And Eric gave us yeah. that opportunity. So you got to thank him for that. And with that, we're going to end this. Emotional. Well, all good things are, right? But you can't force someone to be with you, to, to date you, to marry you. It can't be forced. 
So goodbye. I'll miss you. Goodbye. I'll miss you. I thought we get to see forever, but for. And I'll take